0: Cabin 3, on the Seven Seas. Cabin 3, won't you come with me? I'm your host, my name's Sam Stewart, from Cabin
1: 3, Cabin 3. Hello and welcome to the Cabin 3 podcast. I'm your host Sam Stewart and you're with me in Cabin 3. Now, firstly, I should apologise for the absolutely horrendous jingle that I put together last week. It took no less than five minutes. Uh, not much effort went into it. And uh, yeah, that was the end result. But I've decided I've, gr- I've grown fond of it. So I think it's here to stay. I think it's just going to stay and you're just going to have to suffer with it. But yeah, what a week. What a week it's been. I uh, don't know if you can tell by the rich of amazing tones of my voice, but uh, I got a new microphone. I decided I've got it up the ante, I've got to take it seriously, given the response I've had on Spotify, which has been truly amazing. I mean, I've had a a ridiculous amount of listeners, over 20. I mean, I'm taking the world by storm. Uh, I've had requests for topics, I've had people come forward for interviews. Uh, I mean, they're nobodies, they're not famous, and they don't really have much to bring, but uh, hey, hey, I'm not going to say no, let's get them on. But, yeah, truly amazing. I, I, the Spotify thing's great. I've got all the statistics, like the gender that's listening and everything. I, I love a statistic. I mean, you're not a statistic to me, but I do I do like my stats. But, yeah, really appreciate the support, guys. It's uh, been a, a pleasant surprise. But, yeah, so like I say, I went and got the microphone on Tuesday. Took a trip down to Cannes. A lovely day. It was far too hot as normal. Uh, took the train down. Went to the store. The store's called Fanac. I love a name. A bit of a nightmare. Went in there. The microphone was in like the warehouse out back. I had to wait for 20 minutes for them to get it. And uh, then the alarm went off. It was like a fire alarm. Had to go outside in the searing Riviera heat for another 30 minutes. Went back in and got it. And oh, tell you what, I was finackered afterwards, that's for sure. But uh, that was my Tuesday. So yeah, episode two. Here we go. Uh, Today we're going to be talking Disney. Bit of a weird one. But. uh, I, there is a reason. Monday, watch Toy Story 3. Tuesday, watch Toy Story 4. So I thought, you know what? I love Disney. It's a subject, you know, deep in my heart. And uh, I just want to share a bit about it with you guys. So we're going to be talking Disney. Then uh, I think we'll do a bit of a sports recap. There's a lot going on at the moment. Cricket World Cup. There's like this women's football thing on at the moment. And Wimbledon started. Love a bit of tennis. Uh, then we're going to be... Covering the boat, its movements, uh, and Croatia fun facts. Uh, that's where we're heading to next. So, we'll talk uh, talk about Croatia. And finally, uh, I got a surprise for you guys. Something you'll all look forward to, and I know you'll all enjoy. Uh, my crew said there needs to be more flair, finesse, performance in there. So, we're going hard. We're going straight in there with a cabinoki, a Disney-themed cabinoki. It's at the end of the episode, so you do have to listen to everything before you get there. But uh, you'll enjoy it. So yeah, lots to look forward to, Uh, I hope you enjoy this week's episode, I feel like I'm already finding my feet and it's going to be a good one, so uh, let's get straight into it. So Disney, Toy Story 3 and 4, hell of a week. Haven't seen Toy Story 3 before, a bit late to the bandwagon to be honest, but finally managed to get around to it on Monday, I thought, you know what, there could be a bit of a backstory here so i better catch up, watch Toy Story 3, brilliant. Loved it, what a film, uh, probably an easy 8 out of 10, comedy value was great, uh, he just it's just the nostalgia really, I just love Toy Story, I love anything Disney, but Toy Story for me, it's up there. Final thoughts though with the film, uh, Andy's got to get laid, he's got to get laid, uh, he's p- spending far too much time time with his toys, off to college, you know it's exciting times for the boy, but uh, end of the film, he's more interested in going around to Bonnie's house, Giving her the toys and then just going full on improv and playing with them. That guy's got to get laid. That was my thoughts of Toy Story 3. Then Toy Story 4 on Tuesday. Went to the cinema. I must say, the French have got it sorted. Shame on you, Cineworld, for charging 16 quid a ticket. But in France, on Teeb, 4 euros. Couldn't fault it. I thought that was brilliant, 4 euros. Yep, so went in there, Toy Story 4. I enjoyed it, it was good. The storyline, no, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but uh, the storyline was repetitive. I've seen it. It's been done before. seen it done before. But uh, I did. I did enjoy it. Good comedy value. But there was one thing that kind of struck me the most uh, that I felt was just getting a bit out of hand is just this ridiculous toys being misplaced and then magically being found again. Think about it. Andy's... Entire childhood has been trying to find these toys, losing them, finding them. And then there's this new girl, Bonnie, she's having the same situation. But it's just getting ridiculous. Like they'll instantly lose their toy, turn around and it's in a place that they've just searched over. I mean, think of the mental health issues at play here. It would drive you just absolutely insane. You know, I'd, I'd love to see a film about Andy, but his perspective growing up you know, a little boy from three years old up to his college years. And that entire time, he's just obsessed uh, and obsessing about losing his toys and finding them. And then also, he may start to hear voices, maybe a bit of schizophrenia in play. He might see his toys move out the corner of his eyes, like seeing things. It would just be, a you know, an absolute expose on his mental health issues. The title's already sorted. You call it Boy Story. And you've got yourself an Oscar winner. So that's my summary of Toy Story and what I'd like to see it progress from Toy Story 4 to. But moving on from Toy Story and and staying on the Disney theme, this could be uh, some of the best financial advice you'll ever hear. It's just a hunch, but I think you should invest all your money into Disney. And here's why. We live in an age of instant on-demand streaming services. You've got your Netflix, you've got your Prime, you've got your Hulu. Uh, in America, Disney's getting on that bandwagon, this year they're releasing Disney Plus, their streaming service, this is not a paid advert, I'm just very excited about it, it's a streaming service where you can see all the Star Wars films, all the back catalogue of any Disney cartoons, Disney films, you've got Marvel on there, I believe there's some, some other series as well, they've already poached several directors from Netflix, from the Netflix originals, and I just think this thing's going to take off. If you bought shares in Disney 10, 15 years ago, like long term, you'd be worth millions. But I think this is just the start of something bigger. Bob Iger, the CEO, of he's just taken over the world. Uh, he's taken the world by storm. So I wouldn't be so surprised to see Disney Plus take over as the biggest streaming service in the world. If you think about it. You've got your Netflix, you've got your great so you've got your Breaking Bad, you've got your Ozarks, your great series, and they're great, they're very addictive, enjoyable, but it's not a generation thing, it's not nostalgia, people aren't going to pass those on to you, the, the kids, but there's, you know, Alice in Wonderland, the Disney film, oh, it's just unbelievable, if I have kids, which I probably won't have, but if I do, that will be my first recommendation, like, son, I know it's a film for a girl, but watch Alice in Wonderland, it'll change life mate, you know, so I think Disney Plus, it's just going to be more of a generation thing, people are just going to, for generations to come, get the kids on the Disney, because it's just it's great quality family fun, uh, I love it, it's just, I never get tired of watching an animated film, a cartoon or whatever, I I went to Disney World, it was that like two, three years ago, went with my best mates, you know, lads, 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 lads holiday, Disney World, Oh, God, it was amazing. And it was just great from start to finish. They've just uh, released Star Wars World uh, this year at Animal Kingdom, I believe. They've got Avatar World at Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios. They've got all sorts. It's just so much to do. People think it's lame and it's for kids, but it's not. And you know it. You know it. It's for adults as well. And it's great. So I'm actually thinking next year at Disney I might go back
0: because I love it.
1: Saw the trailer as well before Toy Story for Lion King. Yeah, just, I cannot wait. I love, I'm love i loving these remakes. Uh, what was the first one? Jungle Book. Oh, that was brilliant. Uh, there's been a few. Maleficent, that's based on. Is that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? I think, maybe. Uh, what are the other ones? I can't think off the top of my head. Mulan. Mulan's out this year, later this year. That is just, I just don't know how it's going to work though. I just don't know. But in terms of, Musical numbers. Mulan is up there as number one for me. I'll make a man out of you, Donny Osmond. I mentioned in the intro about the old cabin This is a spoiler. Really. I, will, I will be singing that later on in the episode, so tune in for that. But I think that pretty much wraps up Disney for me. Obviously, I, I feel like you can get a sense of my passion for the subject. And just next time someone brings it up, because people are always going to talk about Disney and cartoons and all that, Next time someone brings it up, don't poo-poo them and talk down to them. Take a second and think, hang on a minute, do I like it? And I guarantee you, six times out of ten, you'll say yes. And you, you'll agree you'll like it. So embrace your childhood, guys. Don't grow old. Don't go to Neverland. Wait, did they grow old? Did they never... Just stay young, stay fun, and watch a shitload of Disney. <laughs> Cracking week of sport this week. Cricket World Cup is heating up. It's heating up. Uh, Never used to like cricket. Too slow, too boring. Hated it. I thought it was a shit sport. And then I started watching the Cricket World Cup. Admittedly, I'm a bit of a glory supporter. Uh, I'm just following trends as well. Now, there's one or two people on board that absolutely love their cricket. So, of course, I don't want to be left out. So, um well into it. I've had to do a lot of studying that. Never knew what an LBW was. Uh, I had to Google that. I think I'm getting the getting the hang of the rules. Uh, it says here England by 119 runs against New Zealand. So that's good. That's a lot of run runnage. Um, so that was really good. But I must say I'm enjoying it. This whole ODI, which is one day international. <sighs> that's what it stands for. Is really good because it doesn't take five days which is test cricket and it's not 2020 which is 20 overs each Uh, so I'm legit a expert on cricket and I will be watching the final if I can because I'm working during the final but no it's been actually really enjoyable I do find myself uh, trying to be the cool guy and uh, seem like I really know what I'm what I'm on about by just predicting when the wickets are coming but I actually find myself every single ball now. You know, Joe Root might be bowling, Jofra Archer. What a guy! Oof, what a guy! But every time he's running up to bowl, I'm like, he's him. Hey boys, look, he's gonna bowl him. They never do. I don't think I've ever, I've ever got it right. But there's a few more games left, so uh, you know, I could get lucky. Could get lucky. Be like, he's gonna get him in the leg, BW, and uh, get him, and it'll happen. And people will think I'm like. Who's that guy? Ian Botham, yeah, one of him, like an expert. But yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy the cricket. There's this other thing as well going on, uh, women's uh, sport. Uh, I think it's football. No, I know, I know, it's the football. And sadly, the lionesses were knock- knocked out on uh, Tuesday, two uh, one, I believe, to America. Um, it's it's not that I don't like women's football, which I don't, but I'm just a bit sick of football. I'll tell you why. We've had a fantasy football thing going for the last nine months on board, for the last Premier League season, so I was football mad for that. Then we had of oh, World well Cup last summer, how can I forget? And then obviously the ridiculous Champions League semi-finals. It was just too much of good football. So then the Women's World Cup comes around and I think just everyone's reaction was a bit, right, I, cool, okay, yeah. Um... And obviously it's in France as well, and you wouldn't even think that, being here in France. There's literally no advertisement for it. I've hardly seen, I haven't. I don't think I can recall a moment where I've seen a women's game on in a bar. Last year for the World Cup, it was on in every bar, every game. You'd have like South Korea versus Nigeria on prime time in the Blue Lady, which is one of the, one of the bars here. And people were going mad. Oh, good idea! Like absolutely loving it. But you just haven't seen any of the women's football at all. So it's not that I don't feel guilty because it's kind of, you know, subject to my surroundings. It's just I just haven't managed to see any of it. But commiserations to the Lionesses, you did ever so well to get to the semi-final. But hey, there's hope on the horizon. It's only the bloody women's netball World Cup this year. Jesus Christ, such good sport on. You know, that's that overshadows the rugby World Cup for me. Dad, I'm not watching the rugby, the netball's on. Right, I don't even understand netball, I just don't get it. Um, I just saw an advert for it today, the uh, Netball World Cup, and I just thought, hey, I'll give it a shout-out in the podcast, see if I get some female following. I won't talk about the tennis, because I find every time I talk about the tennis, I go on and on and on about Serena Williams and how she shouldn't be earning the same amount as men. That's just my opinion, but for some reason people argue and disagree with that and i don't know if it's just my delivery and i don't know but that's why i'm not going to talk about tennis but hey andy murray and serena williams have paired up that's uh that's interesting so we'll see how they get on just as a little heads up uh, i was so stressed that i wasn't gonna you know fulfill the needs of my listeners and get this episode out on sunday i've just been so prepared that I'm actually recording this sports segment on a Thursday just to give myself plenty of leeway. So, Andy Murray and Serena Williams may already be knocked out by the weekend. Um, wouldn't be the worst thing. So, that's my sports roundup. Uh, it will obviously get a lot more tasty later in the year when we've got the Rugby World Cup, we've got the football season, we've got the American football season, we've got it all, and the Women's Netball World Cup.
0: Cabin. <laughs>
1: It's time for a boat update! So, yeah, we're, uh, we're still in the Shock! But uh, we're slowly getting there, we're getting there. Uh, we're heading off to Croatia in a due course, and I'm very excited. It's gonna take about two or three days to get there, around the boot of Italy. But, uh, yeah, really excited. Only been there once before, and um, it's just great seeing a new place, really, isn't it? New place, new face. Soak up some of that Croatian culture. I've been doing some Googling and I've found some fun facts of Croatia, which I thought you guys might like. So, number one, Croatia is home to the world's smallest town. What? What? Well, I'll tell you. In the northwest of Croatia, you'll find a small town called Hum, which is said to be in possession of a world record for being the smallest town in the world. According to sources, it has a population of between 17 and 23. That is Hum, the smallest town. Now, uh, apologies if I'm saying it wrong. It, uh, it might be a throaty H, so it could be like a, a ch- Hum, or just Hum, or Hum. Um, maybe I'll have some Croatian listeners soon that can uh, correct my pronunciation. Just going down these fun facts. Uh, the waterfront in Croatia is known as the da- Dalmatian coast. Where the old Dalmatian dog is from. Uh, number three. Oh, this, ugh, this is a rubbish one. It's something to do with this program called Game Game of Thrones. Ah, not heard of it. Oh, this is a good one. A person from Croatia holds a Guinness World Record of the biggest white truffle. Giancarlo Zagante of potatosca found a white truffle weighing... 1.3 kilos in a town in eastern Croatia in 1999. So, not only do they have the smallest town, they have the biggest truffle. Let's see what other facts they have. That's about it. Yeah, so yeah, Croatia's got the smallest town, the biggest truffle. It's about it, really. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed those fun facts. But uh, hopefully, I'll have some like real life experiences to share with you next week. I hope your eyes are excited as I am to tell you, haven't got a plan for next week, like I said, so keep it a surprise, I guess Um, but yeah, I should just say, actually, that uh, I've finally found a decent position to record in sounds a bit weird, but the previous segments of this episode, I was stood in my cabin there's quite a lot of interruption and distortion from the aircon, you might hear it if you've got decent headphones so apologies for that, but I've, uh, I've changed position, I've gone with the horizontal in bed With the curtain closed. So I've got a nice bit of soundproofing, lovely view out the portal to give me some inspiration. And yeah, I I think it's I think we're moving forwards in the right direction, guys. Onwards and upwards, eh? To infinity. Uh yeah. Um so yeah, that's gonna do it really. Final segment is Cabinoki. Enjoy. Oh thank you very much. This is I'll Make a Man Out of You by Dolly Osmond from the film Mulan. Thank you very much. I'm kind of nervous.
0: Let's get down to business to defeat the hunts did they send me daughters when i asked for sons you're the saddest bunch i ever met but you can bet before with you mr i'll make a man out of you Tranquil as a forest, but I'm fire within. Once you find your center, you are sure to win. You're a spineless, pale, pathetic lot, and you haven't got a clue. Somehow I'll make a man out of you. I'm never gonna catch my breath. Say goodbye to those who knew me. Why was I a fool in school for cutting GM? This guy's got him scared to death. Hope he doesn't see right through me. Now I really wish that I knew how to swim. We must be swift as the coursing river. With all the force of a great typhoon. With all the strength of a raging fire Mysterious as the dark side of the moon Time is racing toward us Till the hunts arrive Heed my every order And you might survive you're unsuited for the rage of war So pack up, go home, with you How could I make a man out of you? We must be swift as the coursing river With all the force of a great typhoon With all the strength of the raging fire Mysterious as the dark side of the moon We must be swift as the coursing river With all the force of a great typhoon With all the strength of a raging fire Mysterious as the dark side of the moon
1: Thank you very much. That was Cabinoke. This has been your host, Sam Stewart. You've been with me in Cabin 3. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next week.
0: Cabin.